Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Take Three, another Again. episode of Gray's Academy. You have your two beautiful podcast hosts. My name is Carmen. My name is Kelsey, and it is a beautiful night for a podcast. Thank you for being so patient with us, with our scheduling. Literally. Carmen has been... We're ready to record now. <laughs> it's been a journey. I'll tell you, uh, the last, since we spoke two weeks ago, well, we were here last week, since we which did if you, Grays. yes, which you, if you, if you haven't listened to the last episode, check it out. It's all the bullshit that we do on Patreon and the unhinged free flow, no plan content that you all love just minus the grays and Two weeks ago, I said, hey, Kelsey, I need a week off because I need to get, what, basically 20 episodes of of private practice. And on top of that, the episodes for tonight. So uh, it was a journey. I was burning the candle at both ends. I was listening to episodes as I was driving to work, coming back from work. If I could get one in that night, if I can get two in that night, one of my days off at work, (laughs) at lunch at work, if I even took a lunch, there were there was one day I was off and I got four episodes done in one day, which let me tell you, nothing is more draining than watching TV. I was so exhausted. Let me tell you, four episodes in one day is not impressive. I don't know why you. I understand. It was it was hard. My neck was hurting from all the looking down at my phone, typing in my notes, and looking at the TV. I was my my eyes were drained from the, staring at the screen for so long. Right. I Again, feel like an old man. Should have, should have been minimal <laughs> seven episodes at that time frame. Oh gosh, that was in when you were in uh, Florida, right? I was watching those episodes. I think it was off. It was the day yeah. when. No, you did not do enough in Florida when I was at Florida either because you had two nights to yourself when I was in Florida and you didn't even get through the first season. I got. I no, Yes, I did. I got I got three episodes each day. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. I ended on season one, episode eight or nine, something like that. It doesn't matter. We've gotten here now. We're which was a journey, sweetie. (laughs) Thank you. Thank Um, you. I feel accomplished. We love we love private practice. It's, it's actually it, not a bad it's not a bad it's show. So nice having Addison back on your screen. Yes, I really do like Addison. Although she so I was asking Kelsey for this for a week and a half to go back to just watch the scene where we meet Addison in Who Zoom and Who, right? I think season 1 episode oh, 9. A week and a half. You asked me like a week and a half. 3 days ago and then 16, again today. 100 last year I asked you for this. This was a New Year's if only resolution. We had text message receipts that I could pull up immediately. No, no, it's fake, fake news. You hacked my phone. So, anyways, I 
I was watching these, or no, I was, I wanted to go back and watch what I thought of Addison from the knee jerk reaction when we meet her for the first time to like now where which is offensive to me, honestly, that you would need to watch that again, because how is it not ingrained in your brain? Well, one of the things that I, cause I've only watched this episode once. Okay. I've only watched all of those beginning episodes once. I know, but I know you watched that clip of her saying you must be the woman who's screwing my husband more than once. Yeah, but that was over a year ago, like a year and a half ago now. It doesn't matter. That's a defining it matters. in television history. Anyways, anyways. So she has, first off, had a glow up because she looks way more beautiful than she did in that first episode. I don't know what they were doing with her makeup or lack of makeup or hair. I think but they were just trying to make her like the anti-Meredith. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, and she's like, you're the one who's screwing my husband, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, dang, okay, this is great. And then we're in the scene now where, you know, we'll get to it. When she's like, you were a god today, and now you're back in a tiny fucking box. Yeah. Please, please go back in this box. Yeah. So, anyways, it was was good to go back and rewatch that. If you have not subscribed to our Patreon, the link is below. We're going to dig into, look at, if if you're on Patreon right now, you'll you'll see this, because I think we're going to end up trying to post this, but... I have so many notes. Kelsey, look at this. These are my notes. Oh, you can't see that. These are my notes for private practice. Oh, scroll, scroll, scroll. These are all the episodes. I put them all on one note. That's just so many. Oh, and it's done. That's it. It's a lot of notes. So anyways, we got some shout outs. You want to start off the the shout outs? All right, everyone. That uh, <laughs> You're, you're going to be feeling... It's like whiplash right here. We're doing great. If so sorry, that first little bit had a little bit of edit, had a little bit of mechanical noises or something. I don't know how to explain it. Like we a, fixed it. Remember uh, the Harry Potter it's song? Taken a long time. What's though. that ticking noise? Yeah, that was yes. us. So, so sorry. Now that it's an hour and six minutes after we were supposed to start recording. Yep. Um, it's okay. Sometimes technology hates us, and that's. A cross we have to bear. It's true. Um, so we have a new Patreon. Hey, oh, let's shout, let's shout them out the right way this time. I will shout out LaKayla. Thank you so much. Welcome to the fam. LaKayla. Hope, hope you're loving your content. Also, um, thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. If you have the middle or top tier, I have sent out all of the, excuse me, um, postcards. So if you haven't received it, send me a message and I'll resend one. Um, I want to make sure that everyone got theirs. I know um, that sometimes the mail is weird. And one of them went to another country. So I want to make oh sure boy. that everyone is getting theirs. So, I or do two remember of them that. Went to another country. One went so, to the UK and the other one went to, mm-hmm. was it Botswana? It might have been Botswana. Our old friend Cebu, shout out. It wasn't to Cebu, but Cebu did message me um, because she listened to the episode where we talked about her wedding. And she said, thank you, first of all. But she also said that um, in their culture, they do like three ceremonies, which is like so cool. I think truly here in like um, the U.S. and to my knowledge, well, no, no, even more in the U.K., they have more of a celebration. Like, I feel like here in the U.S., we don't have that much enough celebration for a wedding. You know, it's just like 
like a one night thing. And well, I feel like most, most, most cultures do it upright, right? Like even in the UK, it's like a full day and a half. And the problem is, like is that they charge a fucking arm and a leg for the one day here in America. Well, I feel like people are probably spending good money in other countries as well. I mean, that's um, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, like, I just feel like, you know, there's nothing better to celebrate than love, you know? And I feel like you feel that way as well. It's true. So I love love. We're just really, we're missing it out, missing out on it. We should really be celebrating it the way yeah. that, the way that other places do, because it is, it is a good thing to celebrate. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to seeing more pictures from her other two ceremonies. Also, Cebu, I, I need you to message Kelsey or myself and please confirm that our podcast was your walking down the aisle song. <laughs> if if yeah. not, don't Carmen just just, t- just lie to me. That George and Izzy <laughs> were gonna sleep together is what you walked down the aisle to. <laughs> Uh, the first prediction or all 90 of them subsequently? Or was it the one that I faltered on for the five seconds? The one where he was like, never mind. Um, the next also, episode. we got an email from uh, our friend. I'm going to, I don't know if it's Anna or Anna, and I apologize, um, from Brazil. She emailed us and she said that she's enjoy. I can't read all of it because they're spoilies, but she's um, watched Grey's with her mom always and they always do rewatches together so many times that her dad has also started watching it even though he says he doesn't like it which uh, is like boo, such a dad thing boo. um and then he'll come around anna that or anna th- we also convinced her to watch ted lasso because of how much we talk about it yes i did so, she like it did she, she like it? it of course yes. who doesn't oh. i mean come on serial killers I mean, a lot of people on twitter but oh. that's fine <laughs> um so thank you so much anna for reaching out um, and thank you so much to LaKayla, our new Patreon friend. And there was, oh, and Cebu, I said that one. Okay. And you had people to talk about too. I've got, I've got a couple shout outs. So some, as, as you all know, when new, new people follow the podcast and you and me, uh, obviously we get notifications when people follow us. Right. So I've been doing my best to introduce myself and just kind of ask like, Hey, what do you like about the show? Also, this is not copied and pasted. This is not an auto-generated thing. Like I am, I'm sitting He's here doing this. typing them up. Sometimes sitting in rush hour traffic, bored out of my mind. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes pooping. Sometimes I'm, I'm messaging you while I poop. So sometimes working. Sometimes most mostly working. So I, but I was messaging. There's a couple of people that I want to shout out specifically, and I love when you respond. So if any of you out there do get a message from me, I'm not obviously a crazy person and you still follow me. So like respond to me. Okay. Uh, anyways, well, oh. I will say sometimes it doesn't go to like, it goes yeah. to a weird place. Cause I also had just found someone who the person that I shared it on our stories, but she, that was sitting in our like hidden, some hidden fo- request folder for like four days before I saw it. So, well, that's, that person is one of the people I'm going to be shouting out today. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So first off, I want to shout out our friend Becca, Becca, you know who you are. Uh, she she had found us through the Miles episode and stuck around, and we uh, we got her we got her through her uh, her master's disserta- dissertation. So wow, yeah, congratulations, so congrats, Becca. Uh, I I don't know exactly how that works because I don't have a master's, but it sounds like uh, 
you know, when you finally catch all your Pokemon, then I, I am proud of you, right? You're the master Pokemon catcher, I think is what that she's talking That's about. That's what she's getting her master's in, yeah. Pokemon? But she is, uh, she is in Ireland. So really, Ooh, really very wow. cool. She said, if you ever notice a spike in Irish listeners, it is me. Hi, I am the problem. It's me. So, Becca, I wanted to shout you out. I also wanted to shout out another new friend. Where is she? Uh, this is Kaylee. Kaylee um, uh, followed us, and she was the one who uh, had had sent. Yeah, the, that's the one that I was like, I found yeah, in my yeah. folder. So she, uh, it's funny because she's like, I love that you talk about the bomb episode so much, and I'm like in my head thinking there is nothing else that matters in this show as far as I'm concerned, other than Dylan exploding. Uh, the bomb episode <laughs> is why this podcast exists. It so truly we have is. To give credit where credit is due. Yeah. Uh, gosh. So anyways, uh, I was talking to Kaylee, obviously asking her, uh, a little bit about what she, what she likes about the show. Also everyone who I do, who says that they love living in Shondaland, you were just so sweet because they always, uh, they always capitalize it as if they're actually yelling it back to me and I get so excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also have that where everyone, it's always fully capitalized. Oh, it makes me so happy. Oh, I love that. So anyways, also, I don't remember what happened because I don't think I did that the first couple of episodes. It just happened and then it never went away. So yeah. Anyway, we were probably like, "We'll record this." Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> so, and then uh, I was just explaining how like my, the private practice journey is one that I'm on right now, and she said it's a wild ride, mm-hmm. and uh, she said capitalized very interesting characters. So there have been some interesting characters on on the show so far. So. With that being said, I think we're ready to hopefully get into this episode. No more technical difficulties, but Becca and um, and Kaylee, thank you for for messaging me and chatting back with me a couple times this week. Really appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. And all of you other listeners who want to follow us uh, on Instagram at Grey's Academy Pod, at Carmen.Gabriel.Official, at Catically Kelsey. And also make sure, obviously, that you leave a five-star review wherever you go, because we will also embarrass you and read you uh, read that loud, loud, live, loud. <laughs> Let me just say this, guys. Pre-recording, Carmen and I have had a day. It's been a day. Both separately and together. Yes. Even though we're not together. Right. We've had difficult days on our own and then we had a shared experience that was like a lot mentally so we're just like in a weird place and then we had several technical difficulties which like occasionally we'll have like one or two that carmen is like very very quick to fix and the issue arises also when carmen can like pretty uh, typically like diagnose the issue quickly um and does the thing that should fix it and it doesn't fix it and then we both (laughs) like I can like see him getting frustrated. So then I am also sleepy, but I have to make the choice to not be frustrated so that we can come back in a good energy. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise we would both be frustrated and grumpy. Um, Which so by the way, if you've note, never seen the two of us do that, it is wild, but yes, do your thing. <laughs> I'm going to have an alcohol now. Yes. Because of today. Cheers. Um, Cheers. My friend. Carmen also has, what do you have? So I went first off. liquor doesn't freeze, right? We all know this to be true. Liquor doesn't freeze. Right. Also, we're not saying that alcohol solves our problems. Right. We just like to have one to take the edge off some of the time. So I'm going to enjoy a Miller Lite. Yes. Uh, Although I will say there, we, Kelsey and I have had some parties. Let's just, you know. We have done that. We have. (laughs) We have vomited together. (laughs) 
I was I was with you for your first time drinking since having your first child and uh, held your hair in the bathroom mm-hmm. at our dear friend Leah's house. Shout out, Leah. Um, My vomit was pink. It sure was. <laughs> like this cup that I'm drinking from right now. So I went out to... Okay, liquor doesn't freeze. So liquor doesn't freeze. I went out to go to go pour out the, the margarita mix, which was sitting in my mm-hmm. freezer frozen for a year. Not frozen, frozen, but like in the freezer. Nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I poured some margarita mix in with a Sprite, and it was delicious. Put it back in the freezer. Between then and now, it froze solid. Interesting. So I don't know you if it's... You must have diluted it. Maybe. whatever is in a Sprite. No, no. I didn't, I didn't pour the Sprite into the... the it's the oh. big it's the big pre-mix Jose Cuervo. But oh. I put it back into the oh, freezer. So you took that out, opened it, used it, and then put it back in the freezer. Yes. Interesting. So I went to go do that, and I, I was... I don't know science. Yeah. I, if, you're, if you're a scientific person, uh, and you can explain that to me, I'm thinking maybe it's the oxygen that was inside, that there was more, That's like, surface area. That's what I'm thinking. Surface like, area. it wasn't sealed anymore. Yeah. But is there margar- margarita mix? There, there or was, there it was te- there was it was pre-mixed margarita. So oh, there was okay. tequila okay, in it there. It wasn't just margarita mix. No. So what I have in here right now is a Sprite with strawberry lemonade and just straight tequila mixed in. You are such a bartender. Yeah. We should write a book, like a cookbook. Yeah. Ooh, the Gray's Academy cookbook. Ooh, it's where we make meals based on the characters and how we feel when we see certain scenes. And what we're drinking, yes. which I'm only ever drinking beer. Yes. How to make a Miller Lite. Step one, hold can. Step <laughs> two, to Costco. open can. <laughs> Step three, consume can. Complete. Yes, so good. Okay, so thanks for sticking with us, guys. I know that it's only been 20 minutes for you, but it's been an hour and a half for us. Yeah. Man. Um. Oh, also, I needed to clarify before we start. Okay, so now this is the crossover right we're doing like the first grays part of the crossover i misremembered how this played out and i misremembered how this aired on television i think i had previously said that private practice aired into gray's anatomy but it was actually i don't know did i say that you did say that but, yeah okay the, the clarification is it was gray's and then private practice that's how it aired so this was on at nine and private practice is on at ten so last um, Grays that we recorded that ended with Derek answering the phone, like, and was like, Addison? That episode ended, and then the private practice episode where she's on the phone saying Derek oh, started. Oh, okay. So then this That episode, makes sense, actually. I get that. I yeah, can see that now. Yeah, so I was missed. So that's on me. Um, but I, I kind of was, as I was watching it, I was like, I think it works out better that we did it this way because I think the next couple, it's like a lot. So I'm glad that that'll kind of be how it ends up being clustered for re- for recording purposes. So for me, um, just so I know, do I have to watch mm-hmm. Grey's then Private Practice for the next two weeks? No. no. Wait, wait, hold on. So this, yes, because it goes, this episode ended and then Private Practice began. And that is more of like a true crossover. Like there's... The, there's Grey's and Private Practice happening in that episode. So I need to watch... No, I need to watch Private Practice next. Yes. Okay. So uh, what I'm going to do... I'm watching them kind of staggered. I'm like we're staggered just do right this now. now. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to watch Private Practice first and then decide if we're going to watch both together or just do the Private Practice and record it as its own episode. Because if I'm remembering correctly, there's like a lot and it might need to be its own separate thing. Or we'll do like... 
another two-parter. Also, this is probably going to be released in two episodes at the same time. Yes. Right? Tomorrow. Yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. When this releases on Friday, August 25th, it will be in two parts, but it will be released together um, because we anticipate it being lengthy because we're not really going to get like delve a lot into the private practice episode that we watched leading into this. Um, but we'll probably touch on it mainly just the archer stuff. Yeah. I took more just, like, substantial notes than I did for like my regular yeah, yeah. catching up viewing. Right. Because the private practice episode is really like the private practice ish of it is less relevant. It's mostly just like the lead up of the information about Archer that we got from it that matters in this. Um, whereas the next episode that, that aired on the same day this aired is more of like, a, like both grace and private practice happening like together. And then the next it's like, it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's like a lot. I'm going to watch them probably like tomorrow or the next day and like make a decision on what we're going to do. And then I'll watch it again, like closer to when we record it. That sounds good to me. Let's do this. It's going great. This guys. is fun. Everything is going so good <laughs> everywhere for everyone. Well, they just got a little peek behind the curtain of like how we plan. Oh, yeah. I'm really just going to ASMR some slurping up some beer. Mm, like, a little, like a little gerbil in a hamster wheel. <laughs> okay. Okay. So thank you so much for sticking with us. Yes. Through all of that. All of it. Um, Sorry for so much housekeeping, but also we love shouting out you guys. So I'm not sorry for that. I'm just sorry for the stuff that I messed up. Okay. And the technical difficulties. Yes. This is the 93rd episode. We are so close to a hundred episodes. I cannot believe it. Um, Okay. So this episode aired. Oh, it's the 15th episode of the fifth season. It aired... February 12th, 2009. It was written by Tony Phelan and Joan Rader, and it was directed by Dan Ateas. Ateas. Rock me, I'm Ateas. Yep. Um, and it is called Before and After, and that is a song. Before and After. You look so elegant drinking your little Miller Lite. Before and sponsor us, Miller Lite. Uh, Before <laughs> and after is a song by Rush, one of the greatest, wow, the greatest bands, Canada. I was going to say one of the greatest Canadian bands ever, and then I was thinking, oh, I'll say the greatest band that Canada's ever given us. Other than Robin Sparkles, this is the greatest band oh. to ever come out of Canada. Let's go to the mall, everybody. What was the what was the song that came after that they're like this is the day that music died? They actually interviewed the guy from Rush in that and he's the guy with oh, the really? long the long black hair and the big glasses. Oh, he was like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the when, day the music died. When she's on the bu- when she's on the beach. Yeah, yeah, just like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just so funny. That show Sandcastles in the Sand Sandcastles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. So anyways, Rush second only to Robin Sparkles uh is a three-piece band, big fan. Uh, hits like Tom Sawyer, um, obviously, you know, before and after is a, is a, is a fine song, um, limelight, but anyway, so before and after, uh, did not have a ton specifically about this song. It did not have any charting, but I will tell you the album, uh, rush. It was their title album. It was their debut, um, debut, uh, album released March 18th, 1974, and uh, it was the group's own label 
before it was released internationally. So they had their own label named Moon Records, which I think is pretty cool. This album itself charted and reached as high as the 105th spot on the U.S. Billboard Top 200 and reached as high as 86 in Canada. So that was the only place that the album itself charted. Um, the other songs on this album include Finding My Way, Need Some Love, Take a Friend, Here Again, What You're Doing, In the Mood, and Working Man. So Before and After itself uh, is an okay song, a lot of lead up. It's a long song and it, you, you don't really get any singing until like three minutes in, which is fine. I'm a big fan of Angels and Airwaves, so I, I'm used to the long sweeping intros, you know, you too as well. But this song uh, was just okay. It uh, did not make the Carmen, uh, the Carmen download review. So I'm going to give this song a a two out of five. A uh, med student intern, intern, med student intern, intern. It's a two out of five, and it's an it's an intern. With that, Kelsey, take it away. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's get into the Netflix synopsis. Um, Addison, Naomi, and Sam rush the ailing archer to Seattle Grace and reunite with old friends Derek and Mark to help save his life. Pretty accurate. Yeah. I think the pun was intended. They had used the word rush, and the name of the band who wrote the song that it's about is Rush. No, but I'm glad they did that for us. For us, yes. So I feel like we should talk about the private practice lead up to start. Yes. So if you listen to this podcast, thank you, and you've never watched private practice, I would encourage you to do it. Um, Because if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably a Grays fan. And I promise you it will enhance your Grey's viewing and the backstory that you have for the show and for different characters on the show immensely. I promise it will. It is worth your time. It is on Hulu um, if you're in the States. And I believe in most other places it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, but uh, I, I encourage everyone to do that. So we'll give like a kind of... I mean, we did the first episode of Private Practice a couple weeks back. You can go and, and listen to that if you need like a general concept of like who is in the show and and what it is, but it's a it's a smaller cast, like an ensemble mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. Um, main cast. Uh, and like the episode... So in episode 14 of Private Practice is the one that leads into this. That's where Addison's brother uh, is getting sick. In episode 13... Mm, no, it's... No, it's season two, Sorry. episode 15, I believe. Is the one w- that we watched before this. Is the one, yes. It's the one where it starts okay, out with so Addison f- picking up the phone going, Derek, I need you. You're my only hope, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, so was it 13 or 14 where Archer shows up in L.A.? Uh, let's see. Sam, I have, let's see. It looks like. It's like one or two before. Something it's I think it's the third. It's thirteen. Okay. So Archer is Addison's brother from New York, another rich person. Another rich doctor. Because this show does not have enough. Um and so he shows up from New York. Sorry. And he's gonna work season, in the season two, episode thirteen. At the end okay. of season two, episode thirteen. Yes. Okay, so um he shows up 
and he takes a job in the rival practice in the building. The rival private practice of private practice. <laughs> um, Which is a journey to get to. If you just also, as someone who's, I'm watching this for the first time, guys, go listen to private practice. Go watch private practice. It's, it's good. Yeah. I, it is good. And especially if you were an Addison yes, fan, like it's yes. wonderful to see her again. It's wonderful to have her on your screen again. And she, spoiler so alert, dates Rory Gilmore's dad. She does date Rory Gilmore's dad. It's so true. Jessica had to point that out. I didn't know that off the top of my head. Um, uh, and yeah, Shonda has used a couple of our, of Gilmore friends. We'll see them. We'll see them more to come. Uh, and, and just other Shonda friends. Oh, <laughs> I know. I, I got it. USA network was rife with cast members in there. Uh, freaking, Abby Whelan makes an appearance. It mm-hmm. just, it's crazy, you know? Yeah, it's its a lot. Um, once you're in with Shonda, guys, you're set. Yeah. If she likes you, she is going to use you. I'll tell you that for sure. Um, so the backstory is Archer's Addison's brother. He has come to L.A. from New York to work. Um, we find out in the previous episode of private practice to this episode that he knew he was sick with these worms in his brain and he thought it was cancer, but he moved to LA to be closer to Addison, but he had not told her that he was sick. Is there anything else lead up wise that you feel like we should mention? Well, I wrote, I wrote a lot of notes here. Um, I, cause I kind of, I wasn't sure how we were going to do this, but I wrote notes very similar to how we did like our first episode of Grey's where it was kind of like thought stream of consciousness. But mm-hmm. basically one of the things that happened is so him and spoiler again, spoiler alert. It just, I'm, I'm done saying spoiler alert. I'm just going to start talking. <laughs> Sam and Naomi get a divorce. Naomi <laughs> fucks Archer a lot. <laughs> Yeah. While they're having about to be having sex, he starts having a seizure. And that's how all of this gets found out. Yes. So. Well, he already knows. Right. He he but knows. That's how everyone in L.A. finds out. Correct. Through Naomi and the seizure piece. So the the other thing that I, I like, there's just a couple of things that I want to just call out from that episode. So there was a storyline about a girl who just gets dumped. In the fucking- I was so mad when I realized that that was the episode that I had to rewatch because I hate that storyline. It is so much harder to watch now that I have a child. Yeah. And like I we we as two couples have a lot of open conversation about money. I just don't understand how you get to to that point where you abandon your daughter and you say, fuck it. It's. It's illegal to do that. It's illegal, right? They would go to jail. Yeah. So I don't. And they fucking should. Yeah, obviously. I, I even wrote. I was like, "What are the like?" Cooper found the parents so quickly. Like, what are the laws around this? Like, I don't understand. So, anyways, so uh, Archer, he's they. He originally thought it was a tumor. Something had happened where he was making a conversation, and Sam, played by Tay Diggs, was basically like, "You can't look up." Yeah, you, well, you can't, like, you can only look up if you fully move your head back. Oh, you can't right. just raise your eyes up. So he had said that Which is a different symptom than what he had been diagnosed correct. with. Correct. I don't remember the exact symptom, but they were like, yeah, this, whatever you think you got, you don't got. You got something different. Mm-hmm. So turns out that he has 
worms in the brain. Neurocystic psychosis. Yes. Oh, neurocystic. It's not psychosis. Anyways, you go ahead. Yeah. It's no, neuro something. Yes. So, but this is also the episode that Dell like sucks a baby out of a person with a vacuum after they push the baby yeah. back in. I think no, that's a different episode. They push the baby back in to do the C-section. He uses the the vacuum to suck a baby out. I have mixed Which feelings. Which they almost had to do for Bennett. Oh, really? They had the vacuum set up because when his heart rate started dropping and they like put me on my side and they were like, we're going to get him out. Like we have to, cause they didn't know why his heart rate was dropping. They just saw that it was. And since they don't know, they're like, our goal is to just get him out as fast as he can. And if for some reason he doesn't come out as quickly as we want him to, we'll have to assist to get him out. Luckily he came out hella fast. So it was not an issue, but they had it set up yeah. to do it. And it was kind of a bummer. Cause I mean, Here's the thing. I am lucky in that I uh, w- was they were open and I like trusted them a lot. However, in that scenario, there is no time for me to like ask any follow up questions. Like once his heart rate dropped and they were like having me turn over, I was like, what is going on? And then it was like within two minutes, he was completely out. So it was like a lot was happening. And there's you just like can't really go into giving birth with like any expectations. <laughs> cause like there's, cause like you have to prioritize the safety of the baby and then ultimately like also the mother, but like I was fine as far as I knew. And they're just they're They are prioritizing getting the baby out. And so they're like, we're going to have this here. We're going to try not to use it, but we might have to use it. And I, there's not like, I'm going to be like, no, 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 don't do that. Cause like they know what they're doing. Right. If he needs to be out, he needs to be out. So like it's just wild, but yes, they did have it. That's in crazy. There, but they did not I didn't have know to use that. it because he just right out, like a slip and slide. Truly. So Dell is an interesting character. I'm not going to go into it right now because that'll be for Patreon as as we go through. And we we we've promised all of you that we will add these episodes to Patreon. But he's an now that we've gotten over the hump of getting to this yes. point, we will have the time to yes. to actually go back and discuss the episodes. But Dell. I don't know if I like him or hate him. He, <laughs> the only people that I know for sure I like in this, in this show. Could you want to take a guess? There's three people in the show that I know for sure. I like actually Cooper f- love Cooper. Yes. Pete. Yes. Okay. Addison, obviously Addison, but I will tell you. Sonia is the hottest person on that show. She is so hot. Wait, which one's Sonia? The one that Sam is dating right now. Oh, is that the, what's her job? She's like the she does and she's like checking all like their safety checks and like yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's what manual. I thought I just didn't want to say that okay oh yeah. my gosh yeah she's gorgeous. <sighs> Like, honestly, when her and Addison are in a scene together, I don't even see Addison. Like, that's how hot she is. <laughs> but also, Naomi, freaking, she's got... Audra McDonald. She's... She's... You should hear her sing. I... She has... I believe she has Tonys. I think we clarified that on the last one, but she... Oh, she's yeah. she's got Tonys. You know what I mean? When that first scene she's where her stunning. and Archer start to have sex and she's just, they're just going, she's, she's got Tony's anyways. So, uh, this Cooper moves in with 
Violet. That's just a thing that I wrote down, um, which is very interesting. The Charlotte storyline also has really gotten me thrown for a loop because I hated her and now I really, really like her, although she's being a dumb a-hole right now. Well, I love her. I really like her, but she's treating Cooper poorly, but also like... It's... it's I it's see where There's she's grief. coming from. I don't love how she's handling it, but I see where she's coming from. Yeah. But anyways, any I, the Archer stuff, they basically, they, uh, Addison's like, fuck you. We're going to go and you're, you're going to go talk to, to Derek. And he's like, no, she's very much. She's like, I will fix this. This is what I'm going to do. And what I am going to do is fix this. Also, I don't know if it's worth noting. Archer is her older brother. She yes. is the younger sibling of the two of them. So it's Archer and Addison. No other siblings that I need to know of? No, no other siblings, just the two. Okay. That's, you know, very wasp, you know, like boy, girl, we're done, you know. What is Two what and is a half wasp? kids, white picket fence. What's wasp? White Anglo Saxon Protestant. Oh, okay. So. We also just we get that one of those TV tropes that I'm usually not a fan of, but I did enjoy this. And knowing the context of it more, I get it. We get the Addison calling Derek and then it's like the Mm -hmm. 14 hours earlier. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. It was nice. When I turned that on, I was like when the episode started, I was like, oh, this definitely aired after Grace because I remember that episode starting directly after Derek took the phone call. I was like, oh, I was wrong. It's okay. So, but the thing that was interesting is the the way they, they transport him through the end of this episode, and it's, uh, they he's on... They're, they're medevacking him, which I'm just like, I don't know that they... I, listen, I don't know, um, but a medevac from L.A. to Seattle feels like a lot. Yeah, that's, in, that's intense. But when you're rich and you're in, like a celebrity... Yeah, if he's in like a controlled coma, I feel like you could transport him. I mean, obviously that would be like a very long drive. Yeah. But like three hours in a helicopter, that's also long. Well, when you don't have that kind of ability to actually Oh, excuse me, sorry. Um I had like a Rick and Morty burp there. But uh <laughs> so anyways, they they the, the thing that was happening is he was having a constant seizure in his brain, but it wasn't like a convulsion seizure seizure. Well, because they had paralyzed his body. Correct. So they had to use the basically paralyze his brain. Yeah, they put him into a synthetic coma to stop the seizure from happening to not do permanent brain damage. And that's where the episode picks up and they airlift him out. Naomi goes with him because that's they're dating now. Uh, that was well, they're dating and also Addison. I feel like even if they weren't dating, she would have asked Naomi to go with her fair. just as like support that's because fair. Addison needs the support. Um, so, but yes, it is also obviously the drama of they're also boning. Yeah. So, so that's all I had. There were more notes, but I want to get into this Grey's content because we get the Avengers of freaking <laughs> Shondaland. Yeah, it's like the Marvel phase one all coming together slowly and they just meet together as this ambulance pulls up and Weber's yep. hugging Addison and they're all just Derek's there and Naomi's there. And oh, it's just great. It's just so good. It is. It's, it is great. It is great. Um, With an EY. I love it. I love getting the band back together. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually <laughs> um, when I finished the so, yeah. episode, the, the private practice episode, I watched the first 
three minutes because I just had to see how they bring it in. Yeah. And then I, I went to bed and then I finished the episode when I was at work and, and then finished it tonight. So I, I, I just had to see it. I, I was like getting excited, you know? Yeah, it's a good. I love a crossover event, you know, and Shonda, she does them outright. So far, so good. Yeah. Um. Okay, so wh- I mean, where do we start? Uh, we could. Do you want to start with a softball topic? The fucking Izzy Olympics here. Oh yes. Izzy's brain is still doing okay. Um, she is clearly. I don't know. There was a there was there was a scene. There was a scene today. There was a moment. What scene? Where Alex goes and multiples. and makes the tape. And <laughs> yeah, she, but also when she doesn't know where the scissors are. She's got some something. And they're on. literally right in front she's of her. She's got some. Oh, actually, that didn't that didn't cross my mind. Actually, she's got oh, really? some. Yeah, that didn't cross my mind. She's got like some depth depth perceptive things going on. Her brain's not firing on all cylinders because of the cancer that I'm right about. <laughs> she is doing great. Denny is gone still. Um, for now but izzy, but izzy is redirecting her energies i guess is how you would say it um to the interns and i i honestly like it's cute this it's feels nice. this feels very like early izzy like the izzy that we know right like season two season three like even when she first gets interns in season four and she's like happy and excited and she like wants to be a good teacher like this kind of feels back to those roots and she's like the interns are sad you know they are cutting each other open and they they used to love medicine and now they can't do medicine so i want to remind them like why they love it but they're not allowed to do it because they're on probation so like how do we do it and like honestly i applaud her because probably out of all of the uh, interns to residents that we've been following as like the show, she's probably doing the best job teaching because yeah. she's the only one making an effort to teach. Other than <laughs> that one time where she saved a deer in the back of a guy's truck, the yeah, that was stupid. That was but stupid. This episode specifically, this was. Good. I think at this point, no one's doing anything except for her. Yeah. Also, I gotta tell you, it's I've been force fed so much private practice over the last two and a half <laughs> weeks. I genuinely forgot what what they looked like, what the what our what our characters and grays looked like. <laughs> It yeah. like I saw Izzy and I just I got I got happy you know I was like oh look at that beautiful smiling woman she's gonna die so so she is um, crafting it up to make the, to basically make a game Alex clearly has is like what the fuck are you doing um so all the interns are together she like passes out cards she's like we're gonna do a game they go I guess the skills lab or whatever and the first l- leg of the game is like open the card and there's a procedure in it and drape the patient. And then if you're right, we'll give you the next clue. So they all do it. Sadie is bad at being a doctor. That's the other thing that's happening. Whoa. Like she does not know how to be a doctor and they don't ease into that. It's just all of a sudden, they just, she's not good. And I feel like I'm going to be honest. I mean, what was your impression of Sadie at the end of the episode. She quit. She quit. Yeah. Like she's done. I, I'm assuming she's done. Is yes. that a, is okay. that a series that, wrap? That's correct. Okay. This is a series wrap for Sadie. Okay. I, um, so, so she, she has this scene with Meredith with, mm-hmm. which by the way, I'm, I'm congested guys. I apologize. I'm, I'm trying to work through this, uh, where she's like, she, it sounds like she cheated to get in. And then she was kind of well, like, we had the, we had the scene a couple episodes ago where Weber was like, you know, you're only here because of who your dad is. 
huge we'll never know right we never find out oh that's oh oh that's why i asked oh, you because i was i forgot <laughs> never know i forgot about that <laughs> it's a fucking mystery wait so she's we'll gone and we never know is. yeah we never know who her dad is i'm assuming it's just some like someone on the board what if it's fucking weber shit like that weber we all know it's because it's me <laughs> i'm your dad <laughs> Can you that's why i left ellis to birth you with my <laughs> wife adele and you came out um, australian so I kind of think truly that what was going on was that the feedback that they were getting from introducing Sadie was that every person in the audience was like, we don't like this character. Why is she here? And they were kind of just like did a hard pivot and they were like, we'll just write her off. That's I, I, that is my memory of what happened. I could be wrong. I know that happened on lost. There were these two characters that they introduced and everyone was like, we hate these people and they died. Like very soon after they're starting to be backlash about their existence. I don't understand. I get it nowadays, right? Because we have social media and, and word travels mm-hmm. so fast because I don't, I don't think I watched a lot of shows live in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. It was like baseball. That was yeah. what I watched live. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I didn't go on forums. Like I didn't talk about these kind of shows. Well, and with they friends. had focus groups and stuff. Like that was in, my like, next New question. York, LA places they're filming. They would like pull people oh, in okay. and be like, "Do you watch this show? Let us show you this episode. What are your reads on these characters? Like, what do you like? What do you not like?" They do focus groups and stuff like that as well, and that's how they kind of get feedback so too. Interesting. When are when are you and I going to get our own TV show? Tomorrow. Do we need a focus group already? Are we writing you off? Um, the no, pilot episode. <laughs> The pilot episode is me murdering you. Uh, and and I, then the rest of the series is me trying to maintain all of our friendships and hide that you're even dead. So I'm like pretending to be you from your phone. But I come Whatever. back. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> but I come back as other characters who you interact with and you're like, do you look familiar to me? And I'm like, no, <laughs> we've never met before. Oh, uh, yes. What a time. Dr. Drake Ramore. Um, so, yeah, that's what was going on. Yeah. They, obviously, people didn't like Sadie. I think we're in that same camp. Like, I didn't <sighs> love her. Obviously, I hated her at points. Um, but it does feel like this specific choice to be like, you're not, you have no fucking clue what you're doing kind of comes out of left field. Yeah. She was she was like, always a crazy person. But like well, and she, what she was kind of lacking was like the bedside manner. Like she was doing that thing where she was like making promises like, oh, everything's going to be OK. Like we'll work it out, whatever, which like, you know, the other interns went through when we first meet them as well. But we never really it never really seemed like she was like, what's a vein? Which is borderline what she was doing. I mean, I guess in the clinic with Izzy, but. I don't know. But even in the clinic with Izzy, I, I don't know. I feel like I remember her a couple of times where she was actually answering. She noticed the 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 spot. The thing with Jackson. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, Sadie's gone. So at least we don't have to talk about her anymore. <laughs> Sadie. She clearly is just stuck in. The past. She doesn't sure. want to grow up. She doesn't know what she wants to be she doesn't she wants to live in like the heyday of just like no responsibilities clearly her father is important she probably has a lot of privilege and wealth that she's just kind of flown through life with and you know it is what it is 
But it's implied that she was coming back and Meredith was going to like just help her scoot along, which was. Yeah, that was her expectation was that Meredith was just going to. Well, and she says she learns on her feet. So I'm like, okay, do you think that Meredith is going to like lie and cover you? Or do you think that once you're in it, you'll figure it out? Because those are two different things. So I felt like that was kind of unclear. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it definitely they were like, let's just get rid of this bitch. That's really what it felt like. Yeah. But it was it was a really cool game as he did a great job. Uh, Lexi wins. And yes, which I love. Yes. They the three way tie. And then they they ask about what the parasite thing is called. And she she calls mm-hmm. it out. The thing the best part about Lexi winning is that scene with Mark where he's like, congratulations. I say that congratulations, with no innuendo. And it's not inappropriate. Yes. I love that scene. The scene afterwards, I'm very upset about, but the 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 scene in that exact moment, Mark, great, great acting, great funny stuff, and them them they're together. I love it. They're very cute. Yeah. What? Um, Anything else on that on that topic? Oh, I'm glad that it's George that calls her out. By the way. Yes, I'm glad George got to do literally anything. Anything. Because he really hasn't been doing anything, and I feel like this is a good thing for him to again like george is the only like he's not doing anything but he's noticing everything because he was the one that was like something's wrong with izzy and no one was doing anything and then he's like something is wrong with sadie and like at least he does something about that he's like i'll tutor you and she's like boy stop trying to fuck and walks away (laughs) she's like i don't need shit from you yeah and then she's like o'malley's a narc Bitch, you could kill someone. And George says that. He said, you could literally yeah. hurt someone. This is terrible. Like, this is not, you know, just chilling. It's not, you know, oh, I'm lying about working at a restaurant and knowing what the specials of today are. Like, this are people's lives. Yeah. Or like being a bartender and only knowing how to make rum and coke, right? Like, this is, this is. How do you make that? Um, it's three parts Sprite. It's a Miller Lite. <laughs> Part one to make a rum and coke. Open a can of Miller Lite. Step two, pour into bottle. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like that George was at least present this episode because yeah. he just has not been. Um, yeah, Izzy's doing the intern test. They've got other things. What were the other testies? They had like to find testies. Testies. Um, they had to find doctors and like get the they like, symptoms di- and then probably diagnose them. Yep. They do the drapings. They had to do whatever the diagnosis at the end was. I'm sure there were other things along the way. But uh, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, you can see their like demeanor change and they're like more excited again and. There's a reason that they're there. Izzy realizes halfway through she doesn't have a prize. Luckily, Weber comes through and is like, because they've all been banished from surgery for a while. Um, And so he says that whoever wins gets to scrub in with Derek. And so Lexi gets to scrub in and hold the doomsday sucker, which is something that he made up, which I love. <laughs> I just love that he said it and everyone else went with it. And he's like, oh, yeah. And- like the doomsday sucker. And everyone just like believe, like the interns believe that that's a real thing. Yeah. Like that's what you would name something in a medical, <laughs> in a professional facility. environment. <laughs> Nothing says save your life like the doomsday sucker. <laughs> right? It's just a really big sucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. So, anything else on that topic? 
Not so much. I mean, it's, you know, Izzy and Alex are hanging out together a lot during it. Just kind of vibing, just like watching the interns hanging out, seeing what's what. It's pretty much it really on that, though. Yeah. Lexi does have the other moment with Mark where he tries to flirt with her and she's like, no, I'm not going to flirt with you again until you tell Derek about us. So that's still up in the air. I don't remember what your prediction on that was. I think you said that they were, he was going to tell Derek this episode. I either predicted that he would tell her this episode or that he won't tell her this episode. No, you know what it was? I think you said within the next three episodes. And then I asked you if it was Gray's or private practice. And you said whichever made you right. <laughs> ah, that sounds like something that I would never say. I would never compromise my decisions like that and take the easy way out. So... I believe that by the end of this crossover event, Mark will tell Derek about Lexi. Okay. So that's like two, so, more, two more episodes, I think. Two two weeks, four episodes, right? I think it's because there's one private practice and then one Gray's one private practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, by the end of by the end of this, he will he will tell Derek. But I think Addison's gonna be the one who convinces him. Like you just gotta fucking tell him, dude. Yeah. Which, um, do you want to touch on that before we we take a little pause um, and talk about the Addison at the very end when Addison like puts it together that Mark is sleeping with Lexi and almost outs outs him to Derek. You want to talk about that scene right now? Yeah, kind of. So first off, it's funny because you see Addison, you see Addison seeing them and she's like, and she's, he's not doing anything. No, he's really not. And I think that's the giveaway. <laughs> that he's her. not doing anything. Yeah. So he, she's like, oh, like this is the girl. Because earlier in the episode. She Ka- says, what's wrong? What happened to you? And Callie says he met someone. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that was funny to watch, but like, kind of a douchebag moment where he's like, he's Addison's gonna say something, and he's like, ah, oh, uh, uh, Derek's gonna propose to Meredith. Oh, yeah, right. and then Derek's like, bye. Which I'm like, oh, all right, Derek, settle down. He's you are doing that. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's also Derek has gotten to tell no one. Mark <laughs> he told he told Mark, and then Mark has just told everyone. He doesn't even get to be the, he doesn't get to give the good news. It's Mark's true, giving true. all the good news. So true. So and that's Addison funny. Is it's annoying. Shook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then we get a little conversation with the two of them at Joe's bar, which I think is, I love the relationship that they've maintained through everything. Um, Ad- well, first of all, Addison and everybody, because what I hate about this episode is there's really not enough Addison and Alex time together because I love them as a duo. Um, so I'm missing that. Did they even engage at all? I don't think they did. I don't think so at all. Yeah. Is Ava uh, going to come back too? <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> she got uh, smashed by another pylon. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, they have the really nice moment at Joe's bar where she's like, you know, I expected to like have these really big feelings and it's just like, whatever, you know, we were together and now we're not. And now we're both moving on and now he's going to marry someone else. And Mark's like, yeah, but you wish it was you, right? (laughs) Like not that he wish that she wishes Derek was 
getting back together with her. He wishes she wishes she had gotten remarried first. first. Yeah. Because truly, she moved on while they were still married. So. But so did. And Derek. then moved back. They 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 are complicated. Is yeah. what it is. Oh, and then she's like, "You have to tell Derek about this, you know, preschooler." And he's like, "Well, I'm working on it." So I mean, also I, she's a woman. <laughs> I will say I feel like Mark is working on it, but like the timing is not, not been good. great. Yeah. No. There's a point. There's a point where you you surpass the length of like I I've been meaning to tell you. Yeah. And there's a window. And once it passes that window, it's just you've actively withheld that information. Well, and but it's like he got to that window of time and like the time frame on it was fine. But then there, you know, Derek had this huge thing of like, well, now I'm going to be proposing. So like Mark doesn't want to take away from that. So now it's like, ooh, now it is bad. <laughs> now it's bad. He's teetered into the he's just being a jerk he, it, about it f- this. It feels more like unintentional planned lie yeah then like i was just waiting for the right moment yeah because at that there's also a point where he's gonna have to be like just rip off the band-aid dude like it's not it's not gonna be a good time the good times have passed you missed them you're not gonna make another good time just it's it's fine deal with the fallout but like do this now yeah and we're getting there we're i feel it it's brewing it's coming Oh, it's coming, all right. All right. What else is coming? Living in Shondaland? Yes! Living in Shondaland. You should introduce it to us. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. (gasps) Living in Shondaland. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 